Hey everybody, it's from Saul DePaul. Missed doing a podcast yesterday. Uh, be quite honest with you, I just didn't get told to do anything on. And I've been going through a few things in real life. Anyways, Colossians 3.17 is what I was reading. And I'll also get into a little bit of stuff that's going on personally in my life too that goes along with this verse. Colossians 3.17 And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Whatever you do, whether it be, and I'm serious on this one, wake up. Wake up. That is doing something. You're waking up. Give thanks to the Lord every morning when you wake up that he gave you another day give thanks to God the Father through him through Jesus Jesus is him capital H the Lord Jesus do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus now I'm going to take a popular phrase for my wife with that being said I have been struggling lately in my life I have been having a couple of feelings of uh, worry that's a sin need to stop the worrying uh, specifically says fear and faith cannot exist in the same heart not necessarily fearful of life fearful of uh, money although yeah everybody's always worried about money that's what makes the world go round and by the world I mean who is in charge of the world at the moment, Satan is in charge of the world. That's why money, 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 root of all evil, makes the world go round. Exactly. But in Colossians 3.17, Whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And I saw a post the other day that says, you know, uh, we're called as Christians to be tolerant of other religions. I think this is so dangerous, dangerous, for it says in the Bible that under no other name are we saved but by Christ Jesus. So by being tolerant of other people's religions, I'm not talking about going out like jihading uh, with a machete and a black mask, um, Alu and Akbar, and no, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is these people are going to hell. Hell is a real place. Jesus spoke about it. Fire, brimstone, is it ringing any bells, people? Homosexuality, abortion, turning blind eyes to that stuff, and we think that God's going to bless this nation? I don't think so. Whatever you do in word or in deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are we killing our unborn babies in the name of the Lord Jesus? Are we giving thanks to God? By living in sexual immorality? You know, then people say, well, Jesus didn't necessarily... I'm just... He said to love everybody, and he didn't even address homosexuality, let alone homosexual marriage. Uh, got news for you. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He said, God made man and woman, and let no man therefore separate them. Not God made men and women 
don't let God separate men and men or women and women. He actually spoke on both. He spoke on the fact that God made woman for man, not man for man. And he also said that marriage is from God. Whatever God sets forth, let no man separate it. So that is a holy sacrament from God. So for people to take what it says in the New Testament, not just in Leviticus, the New Testament, for people to say what is called an abomination and join it together in an unholy sacrament and for you to sit by as a Christian not only just watch it happen and say nothing but sometimes even stand up and applaud sometimes even be the minister of that unholy ceremony have we lost our minds my answer yes we have yes we have People want to say, God bless the USA. No. God have mercy on the USA, is what I say. I've lost a little bit of zeal over the weekend. Because at the moment, I am in a deader than Lazarus for four days church. Dead as a doornail. You know, it's a Pentecostal church. It's an Assemblies of God church. It's a, in quotes, spirit-filled church. You know the Bible where it says, you know, the last message I did on was do everything fervent in the spirit. Uh, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name the church. I'm not going to name members. But I am going to name specific things that go on in this church. Uh, you could hear pin drops during worship. Uh, there are prayer calls where you can't even hear people praying. You know, it says to cry out to God. Bring your petitions before the Lord. Do everything fervent in spirit. Give thanks to God. If you're giving thanks to God for a healing or for touching a loved one when they need comforted, would you not be excited if you truly... We're worshiping in the Spirit. Would that not naturally come out? Because I don't know about all of you, but when I worship God, it does. I pour my Spirit out to God. Not only because it says to do it in the Word of God, but because it can't be helped. How exciting is it that Christ Jesus lives in our hearts via the Holy Spirit? You know, if you want to call yourself a Christian, you need to call yourself a Spirit-filled Christian. Because those apostles did not have any power until after Pentecost. What happened at Pentecost? The Holy Spirit fell upon them and indwelt them. And that's why Jesus said, I will always be with you. I will always be with you. Because Jesus, a.k.a. the Trinity, a.k.a. the Father, the Holy Spirit, that is how Christ lives in your heart. Not an idea, not words in a book memorized, not a warm, fuzzy feeling because they're playing your favorite song at church, not a youth camp that you send people off to for a week, and you play some games, and at the end of the night, you play a couple of Toby Mac CDs, 
It is time for this nation to get back into the word of the Lord. Preach the word of the Lord. Preach the real hell that exists that people are going to. That God so merciful snatches some of us out from that. Makes us one of his sheep and keeps keeps us as one of his sheep. Now recently I've let the devil attack me into almost stopping doing this show. I've lost heart. You know, I don't have any listeners. Oh, nobody's going to care anyways. Oh, you know what? You had your podcast back in the day. Your, your well, what do you want to call it? Your secular podcast that was so successful. Look at what you're doing now. And this is what you do for God. Nobody cares. This nation doesn't care anymore. Do you care, nation? I don't need recognition. I need God recognized. I need you to wake up. Wake up, people. Because people that are awake, it's starting to wear on us. You know, Jesus says, my yoke is easy. It's easy. Rejoice in that. Plenty and plenty, plenty of Jewish fathers had a yoke that was not easy at all. They still rejoiced. We have the yoke of Jesus Christ. Bought, paid for, sanctified, justified. And we're going to sit in a pew with a little book and mumble along to some words once an hour or an hour a week? Is that what we're going to do? Are we going to get more involved in uh, who said what about Donald Trump than defending Christ Jesus when they use his name as a curse word? Is that what this country's about? Or is it about the fact that we might actually, with the Supreme Court right now, get to overturn Roe versus Wade and stop the murdering of innocent babies in the womb? Babies that God knitted in that womb. You know, the father said to Jeremiah, I knew you before I even knitted you in the womb. I knew you. These are people these are future people of God that are being slaughtered daily. And what do we do? We say, oh, that's horrible. Well, I don't personally believe in it. Start speaking up. Start speaking up, people. Get alive for Jesus Christ. You know, I'm taking my lunch break right now. I'm not even eating lunch. Yeah, I don't need a round of applause for that. But I'm here to tell you, this is serious business. You know, God does stay his wrath. Stay his wrath for a time. For a time. This nation is going to be destroyed. Do I look forward to where my great-great-grandkids or even tomorrow this nation be destroyed? Of course I don't. Do I look forward to the evils, to the baby murders, to the abominations coming to an end? So Jesus Christ can usher in his kingdom? Oh, you better believe I do. And if you don't, there's something wrong with your spirituality. You need to get in that book of Revelations. You need to read. Oh, come Lord Jesus. The very end of that book. Revelation. Even so. Come Lord Jesus. Keep a watchful eye for our Savior. 
He is coming, and he is going to make right what is wrong. But let what is wrong be wrong still. Let what is evil be evil still. Because when he comes, it's going to be too late. They're going to be caught up in that. Everybody sins and falls short of the glory of God. But do you make a living chopping up human beings inside women? Do you make it a point to use $300 procedures to kill babies, your birth control, on the weekends? If you do, then you better repent, get on your knees, and pray for God's mercy. The good news is, he'll have mercy on you. It says it in his book. It says these abominations, these things that make God revile and sick, these things you were, not these things you are. There's always hope. Repent, repent, repent. People have, people might be thinking right now if they're listening, oh great, here comes another hellfire preacher. No, I'm not a hellfire preacher, and that's the part. But I do know this. I have something to say. I'm a member of the body of Christ. Christ is not rolling in his grave because he's alive. But you get the drift. So wake up, people. Wake up. And to those of you who are too afraid to speak up, Muslims, in your nation that are walking around and slowly but surely assimilating communities, and even to the point where they're passing Sharia law, don't be another holocaust. Don't wait until it's too late. Preach them Christ Jesus. Get laws passed where they cannot wear that garb in this nation. This nation was founded under the Christian God and needs to stay under the Christian God. We have fallen so far away. The least we can do is try and bring it back a little bit. Bring it back. We got vets that go over and fight for our freedom. They come back, they get spat on. They come back to a shoddy healthcare system. You know, Obama was quoted once as saying, you evangelicals just need to change your religious views on abortion and homosexual marriage. Really? Us evangelical Christians need to change the almighty word of God? I don't think so, pal. Am I a Trump fan? Absolutely not. I saw that man's Bible supposedly from childhood. Looked like it was brand new, bought out of the store. Brand new, bought out of the store. I see him caught up in his scandals. I see him with women. I heard him on the tape talking about women. Why do you think he picked Vice President Pence? To get your vote. Now that he's got your vote, the least you can do is not say, oh, well, at least Trump's better than Hillary Clinton. No, light them all up. Light all of them up. Politicians are not representatives of us. We're supposed to be representatives of Christ. They don't represent us. They represent themselves. They're playing us like puppets. And for all these churches, so let, oh, well, let, let's support the president and let's make sure that he can get this done and get that done. This president does not work for the Lord. This president works for whatever's going to further his agenda. And getting reelected means getting evangelical Christians to vote for him. Then he'll say a prayer or two here and there. 
don't fall for his junk either. I'm completely and utterly sick of it and tired of it. Wake up, America. Wake up. I'm going to end this in a prayer because I have to get going to my next stop. But my prayer is that I actually get some listeners. I don't charge for this podcast, but I do feel God's got something to say through my voice, and I'm going to say it. Repent, repent, repent. Get on your hands and knees, people. In Jesus' mighty name, only Christ's blood can cover this nation and make it righteous. I don't know if this nation ever was righteous, but I do know there were some righteous men that founded it. I do know that our do- that our documents that they wrote, they wrote under God for a reason. Do you know that recently the Supreme Court had to actually rule on, that was the Supreme Court, it was District 6. They had to actually make a ruling that under God stay on our money. You know why? Because atheists went and petitioned and sued and said, seeing the words under God when they spent money made them violently ill. That is who runs this world right now. The prince of the air. The prince of darkness. Satan. Ten commandments getting yanked down from state buildings? Get used to it. Trying to get some put up? Not going to happen. Until there's a revival in this country. Until spirit-filled Christians pray and pray unceasingly. And I'm going to do that right now. Lord Jesus, we've offended you. We are so sorry for every single sin that goes on in this country. First of all, we're sorry for our sins that we commit against you on a daily basis. Thank you, Lord God, for being such a merciful God that you overlook our sins by the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. I pray repentance on this nation, that this nation may repent. Lord God, you sent Job into a town full of idolatry, full of heathens. The whole country put on sackcloth and satin ash, including the king. So I know you can do anything. And it says all things are possible through Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors in Christ. Thank you so much for that, God. Lord God, I ask for an end to abortion. I ask for an end to gay marriage. I don't even want to call it gay marriage. You know, if somebody's a, a, an alcoholic or a drunkard, we, you know, we don't call them, oh, hey, there's Jeff the alcoholic. No, we call him, there's Jeff, the guy who drinks too much, the guy who sins. They're living in sin. They're sinners. Sodomites is a good name for it. Sodom and Gomorrah. Lord God, your perfect words for imperfect actions. Thank you for them. Lord, please bless this podcast that it hits the right ears, that people might actually share it with their friends. They might actually listen to it and come back and listen again. Because I know you've got a lot to tell us, Lord God, and I'm going to use your word, and I'm going to use your Holy Spirit that you put inside me to get these shows out, no matter what. The devils came and tried to attack me recently, but I come against the devil. Devil, get behind thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In his most holy name, I pray that people at my church actually listen to this podcast and get something out of it. And maybe, just maybe, if we pray, 
God will answer that prayer and bring our church back to life. Just like I pray He brings this nation back to life. I pray, Lord God, that You hold Your hand of wrath just a little while longer to where Spirit-filled Christians can pray, petition You, get laws passed. You know, Lord God, please punish who You must punish. But please also have mercy. Have mercy and know that we do love you. You do have a remnant here in the United States. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins. Thank you for keeping us as one of your sheep for all eternity. You said no man, no thing can snatch us out of your hands. Thank you so much for that awesome, precious gift. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I wish you all, you know, I don't necessarily wish you all a good day. I wish you a holy day. I wish you a day to wake up. I wish you a day to get on your knees, if even for five minutes, and pray. Pray that something changes. Something's got to change. We can't just go to the movies and eat our popcorn and act like everything's okay. Because it's not. It's just not okay. And I think you know that deep down inside. You might just be wondering, what can I do? Well, I can tell you one thing you can do. You can rip off that coexist bumper sticker on your bumper of your car. That's one thing you can do. And tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ. And tell them if they don't accept the only door they can walk through into life, where they're going, you can do that. You can pray for them. Anyways, have a holy day and have a blessed day. And I hope you come back and listen again.